0: Podcast. <laughs> what's up banana bunch you know what time it is it's time for another episode of the jungle gyms podcast i'm your host mark welcome to The show. All of you out there listening to the audio only version, I appreciate you. hope you're having a great day. You're probably listening to this on your commute or just regular listening to this. And of course, I want to give a huge shout out, maybe even a bigger shout out to all of you watching along on YouTube. We're such a visual program. And you know what I like about YouTube is that you can also not watch me, but still listen to me in the background. So, you know, just saying, depending on where you're listening, maybe that's uh maybe do me solid. Just click it there instead of Spotify. Uh, thank you all so much though. All kidding aside, I appreciate you all very much for supporting the show. We get a lot of nice uh, emails lately from everyone. Actually, there's been a bunch of them that have been very funny um I paused for the awkward cut there because I realized something not only have I been getting like nice fan mail recently which is crazy anyway I know I showed the I know I showed the stickers last week I get a lot of really nice emails from all of you and I wanted to start with this one here this is really cute this actually I got this in um I got this drawing when I was in Orlando so a while back here in the store And I don't know if the clip ever made it to air, but when I had Dr. Karen in, uh, giving me the pediatrician approved seals uh, for products around the store, I ran into a family that was here and turned out they had lived in Cincinnati at some point. And later on, it turns out that we have a lot of mutual friends. That's how small Midwest town works. Uh, small Midwest towns work. There we go. Um, And they run a page called the Happy Human Adventures. They do a lot of charity work. They're just really sweet, nice people. And when I went to Orlando for that podcast convention, uh, they reached out to me. They're like, oh my gosh, we also live in Orlando. If there's anything we can do for you, let me know. And I was like, "Ah, I'm weird. I'm bad at taking help and compliments. Not even like help, but like, I just, you know what? As somebody who has had people reach out to him constantly for like, in like faux friendship ways. Like, hey Mark, can you give me those free tickets? Hey, can you give me, oh, I saw you had like a a giant Full Boar's Head chicken the other day. Let me get a slice of that. I just always thought that was weird, right? So I don't. I never want to be that person to someone else where you're like, "Oh, you're not my friend. You just want stuff from me." Uh, but I thought this was so cute. Uh, so Tyler, the uh, the the father in the group here, his daughter Josephine. Well, I mean, they're all part of the family. But Josephine drew this cute little drawing of me. It's like the little Mark logo that you see sometimes. It's on my fridge in the background of some of these shots. You may have seen the rug here that we had uh, that I had made uh, for it. So I thought this was really cute, and I've been meaning to show it off for few months and I had it on my desk at home and I finally remembered to bring it into work so I could actually show everyone but thank you Josephine if you're watching this I appreciate that it really made my day it was really sweet and thank you Tyler because you guys dragged me into Disney World and I finally got to see the Star Wars park it was incredible so thanks for that and this is the kind of cool stuff that happens I don't know I'm just always I got an invite to a wedding today. And the person that invited me is an astronomer. So, you know, that hit a few notes in my life. So uh, honestly, everybody, it's really, really cool. It makes, I don't know. I just, I'm feeling the love right now. Let's put it that way. So if you're also feeling the love, you know how you can show it. You can get your tickets to the jungle gyms international beer fest. (laughs) I'm I'm like writing all these notes. I'm like, say thanks to everybody. Talk about this. Talk about this. Ooh, don't forget to talk about beer fest coming back. But you know, I, I have mentioned it the last couple episodes, beer fest is coming back, baby. Uh, it's June 16th and 17th. Tickets are available on jungle You know, the drill on that one. We'd love to see you. Um, And it's pretty close to my birthday. So, I mean, it's a good way to celebrate all of us. If you bring cake to Beer Fest, I'm pretty sure that's allowed. So, uh, gosh, can you imagine if a lot of you now bring cake to it? And then I have to eat all of it, which is incredibly uncomfortable for both of us and anyone else attending. But check that out. There's another festival coming soon that I've kind of hinted at a few times. um, And I'm just waiting for 100% clearance to announce it with all of you. But it is one of the two festivals you all message me about all the time is this one coming back or is this one coming back and i'm like i can't really say but the answer is yes, one of them is. So I hope you're excited about that. That'll be a lot of fun. It'll be later in the summer. Uh, so we'll be on top of that soon. I'm sure once the Beer Fest promo is really underway, I'll be able to really let you in on that secret. It's going to be a hot one, uh, like Rob Thomas sang about in that song, Smooth. So, OK, uh, speaking of hot ones, one of the cool things here, right, is that I've been trying to do this thing where at the beginning of the show, I try to like introduce you to something cool new in the store. Uh, so today I had that opportunity, too, because a friend of the show and a repeat guest on here, uh, he may have. Just made a little something fresh and interesting for you to try. So, what's up, Ozzy? Hi. What do you have today?
1: Today I brought you guys Chamoy peach rings. Ooh. Yeah. Oh,
0: with a little tahine too. Do I see oh, that in there too? Absolutely.
1: Put some tahheen in it for everyone.
0: Thank you for pronouncing it correctly.
1: <laughs> Tahin and Chamoy.
0: I love it. So, uh, just for the audience's sake, can you describe what both of those are?
1: Yeah, so uh, chamoy is just a very sugary, like kind of syrup. Like I'm not even sure what it is, but sure. I just know it tastes good on gummies and fruits and almost anything.
0: Like a little closer to your face, if you'd be so kind. There you go. Okay, sweet. Uh, so, but yeah, because I see it get put on things like mango mm-hmm. and um, and a lot of other things. So I have I've actually never tried chamoy. I've mm-hmm. had tahin. T- 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 tahin. Yeah. yeah, I'm tr- I'm trying to get better at it. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead and continue. <laughs>
1: Uh, but anyways, yeah. So this is a very popular snack in, you know, Latin American mm-hmm. uh, households. And we I decided to see if we can try to make them in-house. So I it's a new product. We're testing out to see if it so will cool. sell. Yeah, Tim,
0: Congratulations, dude. Seriously, no that's problem. awesome. I love that you made this. And look, I'm lying to everybody. I knew he was working on this. But uh, when you told me they were ready, I was like, come over here. Let's put this on the show yep. this week. We need this for an intro. So uh, absolutely, I'm going to bust into them. That's cool. Absolutely. Anything Please. I should expect?
1: Um... Wet,
0: wet, okay. Wet. Yeah, but they're the definitely on the, the sticky better. side. Yeah, yeah the yeah. wetter, the better. I agree, that's why my shirt says that. <laughs> Just I don't wear it on the show. Um, real quick though, before I do try these, mm-hmm. if people want to find them, they're out, I'm assuming somewhere in international. Where can you find yes,
1: them? Yes, they are in right now. They're at the uh Hispanic section, okay. Uh, we sell them by the pound, 449 a pound, and 24 ounces right now, or 16 maybe later. But,
0: uh, yeah. It's part of the test product. I don't think they'll be too mad. Yeah, don't
1: worry
0: about it. Dude, that's awesome. Right? Oh, man. I love it. Like, I remember a while back, you had me trying all the tamarind candies Mm -hmm. and things like that. This, to me, does what those candies wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But I get... Let me chew through. Yeah. No, but you get... Obviously, there's the peach ring flavor. You've had a peach ring. You know what to expect. It's almost the with the tahini. You get that little bit of like a little heat, mm-hmm. a little of the savory flavor. But I almost get like a, a slightly like a syrupy, vinegary note out of the chamoy.
1: Yeah, it definitely the syrup stuff adds uh, a, a different texture. It really just changes the texture of it in my yeah. opinion. And like you're showing right? A little, like a little finger, yeah. looking good. I mean, you
0: legitimately, get... it's great. It would be one. That's one of those things that I'm kind of gonna make you not mm-hmm. leave in the office with me. <laughs> They're delicious. That's yeah, crazy good.
1: Don't worry. about it. How
0: did that even happen? You just you were like, hey, this is a product we should carry. Is that how that works? Uh,
1: so the, uh, I got the idea from just visiting uh, like some local places that sell this, but mm-hmm. they're not like near us, near Fairfield. Sure. I think the closest one to our store is like maybe like a forty-minute drive. And I thought, hey, if someone's gonna introduce this to right now, it would best be you know someone Hispanic like me. Right. And I made him, and I overseed it, and now I'm. Them for you guys I swear,
0: try. I the first time I ever saw them yeah. was, well, I mean, I am about 40 minutes away mm-hmm. from here in Covington yeah. at uh, Gutierrez Deli. Sergio, our boy Sergio, mm-hmm. friend of the show, Sergio, Oya Tacos. You yeah. remember from, uh, well, when you were on with us last year for the Cinco de Mayo episode. Yep. Uh, these are great, Ozzy. It's seriously, uh, no uh, pretense, no funny face. Congratulations. Yeah. That's really cool. No Thanks problem. for doing this for everybody.
1: Anytime.
0: Well, so let's make everybody come. Here's the deal, everyone. Why don't you come in with us? Well, you don't have to come in with us. Nobody ever takes me up on that offer except for, actually, a young woman the other day was like no i'm in i have an idea for you so hopefully that'll happen soon um but i think people should come in and check check these out it's so interesting it's It's, like
1: it's a perfect like like munchies kind of thing to watch while watching movies or something oh for sure yeah
0: if everybody's what, what do you have a tv show you're into right now
1: uh, I just finished the last of us oh yeah great yeah. awesome show
0: no can... no surprise the game was great the, yeah. the, I was yeah. one of those I was like oh it's it's still good <laughs> I'm deep in the second season of yellow jackets just started this is my chance to tell all of you to watch yellow jackets because I need more friends that watch good TV
1: is this about the the cannibal ladies in the woods
0: yeah well uh, it's more about cannibals question mark right we oh, don't know if they're okay. cannibals quite yet oh. you know and I, no spoilers or anything like that uh, the second episode just came out as of today's recording okay. um, but yeah they, they're just Trapped in the wilderness, yeah. uh, it's a team of young women in the '90s or mm-hmm. soccer team. Their plane crashes, uh, and then yes, yeah, I'm like, is it the Lord of the Flies with mm-hmm. these young women, or is it a supernatural thing? Are they cannibals, or are they having hallucinations in the woods? Uh, and what's really cool is the show takes place both in the '90s and mm-hmm. then in modern day too, played by older actresses like Christina Ricci, Melanie Linsky, Everybody in the show is so good; mm-hmm. it's awesome. If you want, it's like it's funny. It's a show. You describe that show infinitely more brutal than. Okay. Last of Us was, which you're like, Last of Us was like emotionally brutal. Mm. This is both.
1: Okay, well, I would like to watch a very gory, kind of cannibalistic show while eating very (laughs) syrupy red gummies. You know, I feel like I that would be a great combination.
0: <laughs> it is. You just really want to purely, this is yeah. this is 4D technology. 4D. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Ozzy, congratulations again. Thanks, buddy. No problem, I appreciate yeah. your time, dude. I hope
1: everyone comes and tries it. Yeah. I'm and then excited. if you
0: do, you have to give Ozzy a sweet kiss on the forehead. On the
1: forehead. <laughs> Please. If that happens, that's I'm only, so sorry. That's okay. I consent to it. <laughs>
0: I'm just imagining someone coming up to the store and, like, trying to... No. It's happened
1: before. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I accept it. All right, come here.
0: There <laughs> oh, okay. ah, we go. <laughs> Those were... Legitimately delicious and a little sticky. And I know he's going to keep retooling his formula, but I'm excited about it. I hope you come in and try those. They were, listen, I am a total sucker for peach rings, like I told him. Uh, And I'm very glad he took them out of the room because I would have eaten the entire box. And that makes a little spice, a little sweet, a little heat. That's where it's at. Uh, Yeah. And I, you know, I I ended up trying the, um, how shall I say, uh, manufactured ones that came from, I think it was Tahin made the brand. They're good, but they're like a little dry and not as good as the ones Ozzy made. So that's what you get. We get that kind of love and tender care here at Jungle Gyms. So come in and try it. All right, listen, that's enough yammering for me right now. Uh, The rest of this episode is wild. So uh, Jimmy hits me up and he's like, I've got this friend as his podcast. I I guest starred on it. It's called Wake the Farm. Uh, Excuse me, Wake the Farm Up. Uh, Very funny. And he's like, you gotta meet this guy, Andy. He's kind of like, you know, sometimes he dresses up like an elf. He's an interesting character, but he knows all this stuff about farming, permaculture, all this stuff. He's very interesting. And I was like, hell yeah, bring him on the show, dude. So uh, without further ado, let me introduce you to Andy the elf uh, from, I'm sorry to laugh. It's just like a great, when he referred to him as such, I was like, why would I say no to this? Do you, do you are there other grocery store podcasts with elves? Uh, <laughs> So, me, returning guest, Jimmy B, and Andy from Wake the Farm Up podcast. I'm Andy the Elf. Welcome to the show. And maybe care. more importantly, Jimmy, you're back too.
2: More importantly. Well, you know, like
0: I that. mean, you are the reason that this is happening. Yeah, yeah both Andy's of us a good really, friend of mine.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: You guys have known each other for a little while, huh? Long time. Yeah. Too yeah. long yet or good amount of long time? Guess Perfect. Not, amount.
3: Yeah, I guess not enough yet. <laughs> oh. <okay. laughs> I was getting done with that. Yeah. Still getting to know yeah. Still getting to know. I was okay. winding down. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Wait. Well, we're trying, here, well, let me lead in with I, this, I since these with, are, I mean, I, I'll just say I'll, I'll roll with consent on that. If you're winding down, like you are like this, maybe this is my last moment with Jimmy here. No,
0: but she, let's here, let's let's, it's, it's about cheers balance, right?
3: Let's right. Let's let's cheers cheer. to this
2: moment. So here. we're trying
0: a bunch of local and fermented, sorry, up. I have very short arms. We're winding up. Yeah, we're winding up. We did, you uh, just change. you just turn the ties. <laughs> I'm foaming at the mouth here. This, yeah, got so time. is the bottle. So we're trying right now. This is Fab Ferment. This is their lemon lavender flavor. Our number one seller, Fab Ferments. What's up, Fab Ferments? You're in Lachland, Redding, somewhere near nearby. Yo, yo, yo. I have a standing invite to go well, there and I man, haven't made time I mean, to do it yet.
3: I need to go down there. Love those guys. Oh, that's great. That's refreshing.
2: Yeah, I don't drink much kombucha. Keep this in bit, so you had it at your, your place. Fine. You when can I, relax.
3: I'll
0: just
2: move it to you. When I stopped yeah. over your place, you had some kombucha and it was pretty good. I mean, there was nothing else there to drink. That's why I that's drank, all we had was kombucha. Was yeah, a little bit.
3: Yeah, you really like kombucha. I mean, he came over. <laughs> and that's all we had to drink was kombucha. <laughs> like I come over here. Like you got a couple of bottles of water here for us. I appreciate that, too. But yeah, kombucha. That came out of the Jimmy tub. I love tub. kombucha, too, I guess. Like, yeah, it just comes out. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It's
2: a
0: kind of a nice drink. I never think to put it on my rotation.
2: It's nice. It's yeah.
0: nice. It's got that. You get like. I think uh, Andrea. Shout out to Andrea. And, um, she's urban. No, urban jungle is the separate one. She's natural food. But it's, it's starting
2: to blend a little. bit.
0: Yeah, uh, but Andrea. Either way, she's great. Uh, and she got us hip to all of these and helped us pick these out because Andy, you wanted to talk about like some local uh, food so, and farm yeah. culture. Uh, why don't you plug your show? You have a podcast.
3: Yeah, wake the farm up. Maintaining ground. I love it. And Jen and Jordan. Yeah, the fab ferments. They're good. Good old friends of mine, too. Yeah. And been really excited. You know that that was some of the ones that you guys had pulled onto the table here. Oh, yeah. And they've actually been, you know, planning and lining up to be on the Wake the Farm Up show at some point. We're oh, We're going to have a full dive in on... Fermentations, all the different products they make aside from kombucha. Sure. So I imagine you've seen some of their other products. In, in yeah. It,
0: it, so I met some, actually it was uh, the event that dinner we went to with Zamir. Whoa. Um, yeah. There was a guy at the table who's just like, are you into kombucha? Very randomly. He was like, are you into kombucha? I was like, uh, I kind of, and he was like, we should go to Fab Ferment. So I am blanking on his name right now. So if you're watching the show, sorry, I haven't been yet, but I still want to, you know, but, uh, <laughs> No, I it's I I, he was talking a bunch. I spent a little time that weekend just researching what they were doing. It looks like a really cool setup. It's like, I love that there's all these brands and businesses happening where it's just like a couple people in their garage were like, you know what, if we didn't park a car in here, we could actually like grow some mushrooms or we could make, you know, ferment some food. Pardon me. They're good. Yeah, we'll just
2: talk, yeah. Through, yeah. It. Just talk yeah. through it. That yeah, kombucha, right. Exactly. I'll cover bubble. my face. Nobody will know. <laughs> He's got a
0: kombucha
3: bubble coming up. It's <laughs> starting to foam at this the is, mouth.
0: This is really well. You were talking about trying to find that nice intersection in kombucha flavors yeah. between like vinegar and sweetness. Right. And this is to me, this would be a good. I would tell someone who's never tried it to try something like this first. Yeah, on a you hot know. Oh yeah, this is, like really really, this is
3: a really good one. For sure. If
0: I wanted to mow my lawn, I would drink this yeah. afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
3: So you don't want to mow your lawn. Like that, that can kind of get us no. into some of the other conversations yeah. I love having, and I know you wanted to talk about yeah. permaculture.
0: Yeah, talk to me about yeah. it. Like, so, I mean, I understand it very basically. So explain it like I'm five.
3: Okay, I can kind of simplify it, and you know, almost a high cue, not measuring
0: the syllables, but you know, <laughs> it's uh, ooh, seven five seven, huh, or the other way around, five seven five.
3: Yeah, we'll go with some of those numbers. <laughs> so we got. Permaculture is a design system. So it's kind of a philosophy in some regard, but it's also, uh, it comes with a base of ethics too. So it's, uh, you know, that base, basic, of ethics of permaculture is the care of the earth care of people and to return a surplus. Mm-hmm. So that's like taking, looking into a design it's, it's, it's problem solving its solution finding. Okay. There's a common phrase from the one of the founders of the name permaculture, Bill Mollison, is that though the problems of the world grow ever complex, the solutions remain embarrassingly simple. It's beautiful. And I, I've seen that, you know, like through permaculture thinking and philosophy and the way you observe the world around you. It's an exploration of... The human existence involved and incorporated into the greater ecosystem. So it enjoys a lot of the science and observation of nature from, you know, common school of thought, but it's looking at it more so as like in a lens of ourselves in it, as opposed to studying nature from a petri dish or through an aquarium or through a lens as nature being separate from humans.
0: Right. That oh, I love that. Yeah. Very interesting. So
3: that's kind of simplified with a few sides. That shoots. was better than the Google no, definition, to
0: be totally honest good. with you.
3: But yeah, they need to work uh, on it on Google, but no, you was know. Was good.
2: I kind of want to go back to, I kind of want to roll back a little bit. Please. Because you used, I mean, I want to talk you, about... What from, you rolling? I want to Because you used to... Let's that's see, after the show. How did you get into all this? Like, and you... Yeah. We, we met in high school. Just throwing that out. We went sure. to high school together. Yeah. But then after that, you've been doing all kinds of stuff. You even used to sell products in here. You had
3: a, I had yeah we we had our tea business years ago. We right. were on the shelf over there. I guess what what's it called the health health yeah, food section? Health foods now. Yeah, foods Yeah, health foods. Yeah, you had product over there, and then it's all herbs and right. mixed into different tea blends that we had packaged and ran through a commercial kitchen and all that. We were distributing it all over the tri-state area and everywhere else that we were going on the road at the time. We had a traveling tea house as well. Oh, cool. 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 And as Jimmy, you know, here would like prefer, you know, we would often call it the Tusane house,
0: Right. You know, right. like so mostly it herbal upset. infusions. Wait, you didn't go with the Toussaint asylum? No. <laughs>
3: yeah, we were Tusane in the membrane <laughs> exactly. for sure, yeah. <laughs>
0: we gotta remember that when we talk about the Cypress Hill soap later. Cypress Hill <laughs> And then you got, soap, you have a farm, what?
2: all that stuff. So I, just, yeah. I was just setting the stage and then this permaculture thing kind of worked into it. I was just building a little bit of foundation.
3: Yeah, yeah. What do you awesome. What are you saying? I you love you foundation. A far, then you
2: got a farm. Then you you like have foundation your own for farm. the story
3: here. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe even going into some more of the foundation of story. I feel like, did you ever have Senor Williamson as a teacher at our high school? No, I didn't. So our teacher, he was my Spanish teacher. Would take us mushroom foraging in That's Spanish. Cool. We hmm. couldn't speak in English while we cool. were foraging. Yeah, I love it. But for me, it was a fairly young age, like adventure of foraging, finding food off the land. Yeah. I grew up with a family. We had apple trees and I picked, you know, beans as a kid. It makes sense, by the way, for kids to pick beans because, you know, bush beans, are, you know, the beans are maybe two feet from the ground. So kids are a lot closer and don't yeah. have to bend over as much. Um, side note, anyway, you I feel like good know. for forging, probably
0: too. Honestly, yeah. yeah,
3: a lot of things. You know, there's a lot of different things to forage. You know, there's high up things, of course. Right. Things you need to shake to get them to fall down, and things you need to dig up. So cool. Yeah, it was really early on that, and going to music festivals. I remember going to a music festival with Jimmy up in Ohio, um, and just at that age, having the fantasies you know of this ideal world of living with community out in the forest and you know like put my mind to it you know thinking about it i've i've often loved that idea of that kind of you know, larger communal living, but yeah. it, it hasn't dialed in like that for me ever. And I've definitely settled into other grooves of nuclear family. And sure, that happens. I've, uh, I've had grooves of, uh, you know, right now I'm living very bachelor life at my homestead. You know, and it, it, the homestead functions in a different way when there's a family there, when there's not, like a full family. Hmm. Um, having been in my place now for 12 years, it's definitely... Invoked a lot of those memories of what I dreamed of and thought of doing years ago So I think like those 13 15 year old selves would have been really happy to see where I've come to Mm. at this point Very cool. Okay,
2: that's awesome. Now. I'm like what music
0: festival Sorry. I don't know. I'd let, I'd let, I'd let I let Jimmy decide. the <laughs> Yeah, that it was that acoustic was?
2: hookah. That would have been fun. Yeah, Some Ohio would.
3: folk music. You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah,
2: I was a, such a straight guy in the band. They kind of had to break me out of my shell a little bit. He such was a guy. straight
3: guy in the band. Like, you see the color of your shirt yep. here. Yeah, like, I remember him wandering off by himself and coming out back to our little campsite area about two hours later, and his whole body was painted with, like, that kind of color that's awesome yeah, I,
0: I <laughs> into something kind of weird that's cool
3: yeah well did. that yeah. just
0: means that jimmy and i are going to do that on a future a episode festival. of the show bringing body painters in right. yeah
3: it was a <laughs> festival i mean some people get all painted up for sports events and things like that yeah so that was my yeah, sport celebration then, like. celebration yeah. of music yeah it's always jimmy's cool. an amazing musician here
2: we got a
1: per- oh it was like was that is, is something
2: clicking oh, over we there got a permaculture ripple Yeah. Oh, the extra cabling.
3: So, um, no, go ahead.
2: But then permaculture, what's the perma and the culture? Like what's the perma word referring to? The perma refers
3: to like how we do our hair.
2: Okay. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I thought.
3: And the the culture, (laughs) culture has to do with like, we like kombucha. Okay.
0: All right. So that explains it. Well, you were talking about like kind of sustainability of the land, right? I mean, and I, I mean, what I was taking from that was really a focus on things like, yeah, kind of creating sustainability. You you mentioned about like uh the the difference between us kind of generally as people viewing nature through a lens and this is really a better way to for you to integrate hands on, right? Like and yeah. what'd you say something about a surplus mindset?
3: Yeah, so like you're designing and creating a solution that will create a surplus. So it's not something that's like sucking away from the greater ecosystem. It's something that's adding to it, adding to Mm -hmm. it in form of life, some sort of more like biological life, more food to the greater, greater food system, whether it's wildlife or it's coming into Jungle Gems International. Sure, So love it. Permaculture though, the word itself comes from the idea of designing a more permanent culture. And it's simplified okay. as permaculture a lot of designing a culture has to do with food because there's yet to be very many right. like breatharian cultures for that sure. have thrived for a long time um we need food right. for okay. me with the podcast music's definitely involved and infused to the show a lot because i feel like that aspect of local music like finding those local artists in different places that we take the show Yeah is important in, you know, being able to give a platform for them to share and tell their stories
0: mm-hmm.
3: and go beyond just like the everyday like what you hear on the pop radio channel.
0: Absolutely. So, I, I, one of my favorite things that you guys have been really cool about having me, letting me do. Well, when I first pitched the show, I was like, I pretty much just want to live my dream of becoming David Letterman, but in the store. Uh, and I was like, oh, every so often, let's bring a musical guest in. And the, you guys have been really cool about that kind of thing. Because my old thing is like, well, you know, we throw the word culture around. But for me, it was like, food and art and music. And there's all these things that kind of right, like, kind of right, come in this right. global sense of what it is that we are. Yeah. So, I uh, no, I like that about listening to the show because I tuned in when Jimmy's like, hey, give this a listen. I did another podcast. I was like, first off, cheating on me? How dare you? But <laughs> <laughs> second, no, it's great, though. It was really fun. It's always nice to hear right. Jimmy right. cut a little bit loose. So thank you for giving me that.
3: Yeah, okay. he, yeah he cut loose there. Yeah, it was sure. great. Yeah, uh,
0: I speaking I of cutting so. loose, what can I give all you all guys kombucha? some pineapple rage?
3: Yeah, let's rage the pineapple.
0: So Fab- I'll give a little spoiler review. I think I like this even more than the previous Whoa. one. I'm also, but I should say I'm a big Thank pineapple you, fan. You're so welcome. Ooh, oh, is it? Is it? Is it? Oh,
3: For my culture. foaming at the tip.
0: <laughs> this is the most exciting oh, action on the so show fair. in months. Yeah, I just give it. I'm so sorry, Jimmy. I was so it's excited okay, to share man. with you. you. Nailed it. it yeah, just,
2: you nailed it. That was a little swig. Burn it off. This it, is fun. These yeah, are really nice be- glasses. Thank you. Well, yeah. only the they're best.
0: the opposite of permaculture, though. Right? Well, they're perma in that they will never be destroyed until the yeah, until, like, the sun explodes. <laughs> 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 they,
3: they might compost faster, you know. That than you know.
0: Yeah, it could it could be? I didn't really. It, check There's a out. lot
3: of talk about climate change, so yeah. maybe something in the climate will develop some bacteria that like no, eat it, eats plastic faster, yeah. or some kind of mushroom or something. Right? Yeah, there
0: goes like 30 percent of my wardrobe, though. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna
3: eat it. Like, yeah, plastic is eaten within hours by nanoparticle plastic eaters. <laughs>
0: that's that, that
3: were released from a lab, twenty seventy eight.
0: Yeah, I'm ready for it. I welcome our new bacterial overlords. That,
3: that was a fictional blast. No, that, I like you know, it. War of like the Worlds.
0: No, I like it. <laughs> that's what we have to do. We have to do our own War of the Worlds here. Um, but pineapple on a serious rage. note, what do you think? What do you think of the pineapple, gents?
3: Mm, that's that's the rage.
0: Is it? I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. It's got, again, it's that nice balance of the kind of vinegary, but also the sweetness, good carbonation. It tastes healthy. Do you know what I mean?
3: I feel like I just bit into a pineapple, but it like saved me the convenience where I don't even have to chew anything. It's just like all the live nutrients of a pineapple (laughs) plus some.
0: Yeah. My jaw is (laughs) very appreciative right now. But no fiber. No fiber. Oh, that's a good point. We need to do a show about fiber. Yeah, well, I'm into that. I love like fiber. I
2: it. We need to find a fiber specialist. Yeah.
0: What's Just talk news? to me about bromelain and all those. You know? I saw a
3: guy with a fiber optic shirt in there. You want to, maybe yeah. he could tell yeah. us something about it, it
0: fiber was me right Andy. under our nose. <laughs> can,
3: can we get the fiber optic guy in? Uh, Flip the switch.
0: Mm. <laughs> Paging. Yeah, you were excited about the Hen of the Woods chips. Well, that's a, so that's named after Mushroom, another local brand.
3: Yeah, look, it's got 4% fibers. Here you go, Jimmy. Thank
0: you. Ex- excellent. We, so got, that we, looks got we got two different kinds here. We got white cheddar jalapeno. You want me to open these?
3: Yeah, we got Hint of the Woods. It's you a, seem so excited a, about it. You're like, I, I think I this I will pair local well. I love yeah. This is a local company, Hint of the Woods. I'm still curious You there know yeah. why they called themselves Hint of the Woods. Do you know what Hint of the Woods
0: is? It's a type of mushroom, right? Right. I think... And I don't see any mushrooms in here. No, but I will... I'll butcher the story, but uh, I'm sure it's wrong. and It's probably on the bag, but I thought they were... Somewhat similar mindset to you, where I think they were kind of investing in the burnt The kombucha got me this week. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm, it turns out I'm still human.
3: <laughs> there is a little bit of caffeine in kombucha. So really? We, we'll, we'll see you kicking it up a notch here. I hmm. had to look that up the other day. Cause, yeah, caffeine it's made with, it's made with a black tea. There you are.
0: Oh, oh cool. always so, black tea? So
3: a lot of the caffeine retains in it even after it's been cultured.
0: Is interesting it, yeah. is it always yeah. black tea and so we,
3: we'll we'll try okay. to save most yeah. of these chips for later just so we're not crunching all your guys ears but no. i know you're gonna probably want to well, Let's a part It's a food show let's you're, go you're yeah. gonna crunch on it while you're listening to this show Come i I'm made a joke back. i yeah.
0: made a joke on the most recent episode i released that uh one of my dreams actually is to start figuring out a way i can curate the stuff that i that we eat on the show and then i could have like a small thing where it's like hey Every week, I'm going to put together 20 of these bags, and it's just the items that we talked about on the show so customers could come in and, like, eat along with us on the show. I think it'd be a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, you could have it, like, right out here, right outside the studio here. Yeah. Where people can pick it up that'd right be fun. come in.
0: Yeah. See, dreams can come true. Yeah. yeah. This is it. We got that going. We got the fiber specialist happening now. We've gotten a lot. I, I yeah. actually think that'd be a fiber really show. good one. Fiber show. These chips are great. I haven't tried the white cheddar hot. I, so when I get Hen of the Woods, I go everything bagel. But that's my... Oh. Really? Yeah, I'm like an East Coast. That's the, you know, worst. That's what the worst flavor. Yeah, New York City kid. Like that's, that's the word I'm. I like nothing bagel. You know, everything nothing bagel bagels is good too. Yeah. Is like a farce. That's a lie a What? everything bagel. Yeah, because yeah, there's, there's like no, no koala oh. meat or any of that. Yeah, yeah there's me.
3: no watermelon
0: or anything. <laughs> right.
2: It's just like you said.
0: Like you pencil I said, shavings. I need that on the outside. Right. Yeah, yeah. Where's no the expectations.
2: umami? We said we said we have no expectations about tomorrow. And yeah, he said, well, I do kind of expect the booth to be there, and for you to be there, <laughs> and you know, like for the sun to rise tomorrow, I guess we do have expectations. Yeah, yeah we, just we certain gotta, ones. Yeah. Well, slight yeah. ones. Now see, what I'm seeing about these is, are, are these produced by Hand of the Woods? I believe it's, so. Know, normally say? they say distributed by. Yeah. Oh, interesting. But this says obsessively crafted. I mean, this would make oh, me you think know. they're making these. Hen of the Woods itself is manufactured.
0: I think they are. So So let's, I'll just stare into the camera and say, Hen of the Woods, why don't you invite Jimmy and I to the chip factory and we can learn all about your process and show people how cool your chips are. (laughs) Because Lay's will not return my phone calls. Yeah, no, they never (laughs) manufacture their own product. They always, someone else manufactures it and they just throw it in their bag. Put the name, yeah, little white label. Distributed by. (laughs) That's my secret dream too. That's Well, I guess it's not secret. I keep saying all of my secrets out loud. Uh, which is very good. Nobody will ever be surprised. Yeah, I might- I might have to mix in like
3: a little crinkle of the chip bag with like a little hen sound in there. Yeah. i just like mix that in there, hen out of the woods.
0: I'm gonna need like a musical performance out of you for this at some point. Send me what you got.
3: Yeah, we'll do that. We'll, we'll mix in a hen of the woods cut. And, um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. I, I do believe they are manufacturing these here in the area. And That's a big deal. It's yeah. a really cool thing, you know. Like if all the food systems and trucks quit going, we'd still have some pretty dang good flavors of chips to crunch yeah. on, and we'd have some kombucha. I mean, do you see how they kind of go good together?
0: Yeah, I see what you mean now. Not it's yet. that kind of that like I, I I was getting like with these, you get a little bit of the heat from the jalapeno in it, uh, and I think I just in general would enjoy like a vinegary potato product in general. So like that kind of vinegary note. Rain, a little rain. bit of the sweetness to round it out. I'm in. I'm into it. A little effervescence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm. I feel like I'm a very partially carbonated myself. So yeah, yeah. I'm trying to so cut. Definitely back. not flat. Yeah. No, not at he all. He's, no, not he's not
2: flat. He's not flat. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <The> look.
2: <laughs> so why do, should customers care that we are talking today? I mean, what are, what are they going to learn? From That's a great episode? question. What, I mean, what are we giving them?
3: Well, some of the things you know, just not to like. Shut your business down or anything, but like I love getting people to learn ways to like <laughs> this produce is Jungle you know, Gyms exclusive. You <laughs> know, to produce their own foods and it's kind of cool with like the Jungle Gyms International. Like we, we could even be encouraging through this show other food growers to connect with you to bring more local foods through the Jungle Gyms international market.
1: Yeah. I okay. think it's pretty
0: safe to say that we're interested in that kind of stuff, that kind of yeah, outreach, for right? Sure. So let me ask you this. If you were, let's say, Mark, I have never made, I've never grown anything. What would be an area of food that you think would be a great place for a beginner to start thinking about growing some of their own stuff?
3: You know, often it's not always about growing exactly like something yourself. Mm -hmm. Being able to recognize things. I love teaching foraging. It's very accessible to people who don't even have land because we all have access to parks. Sure. There's places you can go, just things you can know about different parks, like when they might spray next to the sidewalks, things like that. It's important, you know, thinking about where people's dogs are pissing, all that kind of stuff. I spend a lot of time thinking of that. There's Mm -hmm. places that you can go and you can like find all kinds of wonderful things that could be added to your cuisine. Like we have some elderberries here from a farm that's local. Yeah, boulderberry, Taylor. But you can can also like forage and collect those yourselves in different areas. Cool. It's good to be mindful of where you're not supposed to. There's certain parks where you're not supposed to forage and take things. Um, And most parts are pretty
0: good about, like, announcing what's an off-limits area. Yeah,
3: and then, like, there's, like, friends who you might have that have some forest or even a backyard, and you go in their backyard, and you might find some oyster mushrooms growing on a log from a dead ash tree that fell down last year.
0: So. I've always wanted to do that. So now that we're here, I'm like, are you the person that's going to take me foraging this year? Probably. Cool. I've done that quite a few times. I've taught many people
3: over the last couple decades foraging. Yeah. The uh, first class I taught was actually in Cincinnati area. It was down in Price Hill. Cool. At their little place called uh, Mago. Okay. And yeah, been sharing and learning. It's amazing how much you learn when you're sharing about foraging. You have a group of people that come, and ten of them will have a a story in the middle of the plant walk or foraging conversation that you've never heard about a certain plant or a way to use it or a way that a person is attempted using it before that didn't work even it all like goes into the experience of wisdom i guess that i've gained in that yeah. realm and i love sharing it yeah there would be a bunch of different plant walks lined up this year and no kidding yeah it'd be, it'd be yeah. fun to maybe even like um get both you guys out foraging and get. Getting-
0: Take the a little, show little group the around yeah. here. I've been itching. I posted about this a bunch on social last year, and I did it again this past week. I really want to go find some morel mushrooms. I think about it every year and I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking for. I mean, I know what I'm looking for, but you know, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, I'm just I, I
3: will say, like, I know, walking with, in the woods. <laughs> with the morel mushrooms in our climate around here, the mm-hmm. way it's been, the window of time from the morel season here has been very quick. Yeah. Mm. Longest I've seen it has been about two weeks. Oh, wow. uh, Where places in Colorado, I've seen it be three months or even in Michigan, like for several months people are harvesting and finding them. So it's something to look at, you know, if you, you know, there may be some kind of ecotourism kind of opportunity to harvest them in these areas where they have longer windows. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. sure.
0: I like that expression too, ecotourism. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a
3: neat word. Yeah.
0: I mean, that'll just explain my next Colorado trip instead. I was like, I'm looking at mountains. No, I'm in yeah. the ecotourist. Yeah. yeah Add in a you know, little buzzword uh, of yeah. that in there. Yeah. And How <laughs> many planes did you take to get here? Next thing you know, yeah, exactly. you'll, be, yeah. you'll be staying yeah. in like I'm, a little, I'm offsetting my jet fuel. Yeah.
3: yeah. You'll fly there, but then you'll land- And the next thing you know, you'll be staying in some cool little off-grid hut that has some unique like shelves made out of mud and, you know, fascinating gardens outside of it with the
0: best food you'll ever eat. Yeah. Anything served to me in a yurt is exciting. I'm sorry. So is
2: foraging like, (laughs) is it the more you do it, the more you see, the more that's out there? Or is it kind of a limited, is it, you know, 25 items or...
3: Everybody learns differently. Really, like everybody comes to it in a different approach. Some people come to it more casually. Some people come to it out of a, an extreme need. A need. Yeah, I, I guess like, like, like how they much need some food, need, and if they find a way to supplement their food with foraging, then it you know it's kind of a need. Okay. But okay. It, it's a need that can have a lot of fun and passion and excitement to it because you're learning. You're using your brain. You're feeding your body with things from nature and it's different wild places. And you're communicating and getting to meet and connect and talk with other people who are doing so similarly and learning from them and trying things that they've harvested. Fascinating things like how easy it is to quickly accumulate a bunch of acorns in very short period of time turn it into a flour that you can use to make pancakes or
0: bread. Huh? Yeah.
2: That's really cool. So like things, It starts compounding on itself, the, the possibilities of what you can do.
0: And is this the kind of stuff that you cover on your show as
3: well? Definitely. I talk with an interview, a lot of different plant enthusiasts of all different sorts. Yeah. I've had the great experience of getting to work with plants in a lot of different realms from landscaping to field ecology work to farmers markets for over a decade to the farm consults that i do through that was the original name wake the farm up it's still my consult business Mm -hmm. it's perfect fit you know for the name right it's like can help people wake their farm up Uh, i've had people have me come to a piece of land that they're thinking about purchasing. Okay. Just to like see it from a more experienced homesteader or farm perspective sure. and kind of toss around their ideas. I like to help people see what the land is capable of and match it with what they're wanting to do because mm-hmm. that's what they're capable of. Sometimes the land is not as capable of providing for a person what they're wanting to make it do. So a person might still buy that property because they like the look of the house or something sure. and they'll go in debt, trying to like make a farm work there where if they could have set themselves up in a different way or worked with the land in a different way to see what it wants to provide as well.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, really interesting. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Can you pass the dump one of those cups for a dump bucket? please? Oh yeah.
0: Great idea. A, this is one of adult, the sweet ones you, you were talking Yeah, so we, we just moved on. This is the, oh, sorry, Jimmy.
2: Certain kombuchas are too sweet for yeah. you. This would be in that category, right? I think oh, so. Oh, wow,
0: yeah. It's. I, I mean, I like it, but I see exactly what you mean. I, this I one can, is, yeah, oh, go yeah, ahead.
3: No, you go ahead. Yeah. yeah, so
0: this is a, we had this as a closeout. This is a seasonal Yuletide cheer from Skinny Piggy. Uh, it's definitely, it, my first thought was, I was like, oh, it tastes like apple pie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not bad, but. No, but. the other ones, the other ones also seem a little more how i taste kombucha in my head for lack of a better way of saying it yeah yeah yeah
3: it's it's not bad and i you know think of the name they gave it yuletide it definitely oh. tastes like a seasonal one that sure. would taste good when it's cold outside and you're sitting by the fire and you, you're just eating like some cookies that somebody gave you right yeah oh yeah so or, that, or you yeah. baked yourself right with some acorn flour in it you all yeah. want to
0: try? You want to try the next one from them? This is Mojito Mambo. This is not. This is a green yeah. tea base, actually. So to answer one of your oh, questions yeah. from earlier, Derby Day. This one is, uh, yeah, this one's green tea base instead of black tea based.
3: Okay, yeah. so maybe a little less caffeine. But That's what I'm thinking. Maybe a little little extra heat on it. It's interesting little. though, because in like a mojito, like a, a racetrack thing. You think it would have a little extra horse kick in it or something? It might
0: actually. That like the third ingredient is actually horse, horse kick. kick. It's really weird. Yeah. Uh, this one actually all kidding aside water cane sugar green tea spearmint lemongrass live kombucha culture
3: <laughs> nice
0: just top it off
3: so this should have like I a like nice that. little
0: that one like yeah that. a little minty
3: that one i think would pair well with like some wicker chairs surrounded with like yeah. lots of foliage and pots and you know i can see a big terracotta pots like a like one of those like sweet ladies in the neighborhood having a conversation with you about some <laughs> vintage teapots that she found in yeah. her attic. <laughs> like,
0: oh, Andy, That's let me show you this. Yeah,
3: he That's does the pairing notes. <laughs> the pairing. I love pairing notes. You remember that from the Wake the Farm Up show. We like pairing <laughs> yeah. things that are like very descriptive pairings.
0: You know, I will say with these, I think not that I, not, and I, you know, whatever, it's just a preference. I'm always so afraid. I'm like, I don't want to sound bad uh, because I do like these, but I think I also prefer the more heavily carbonated ones that we were trying previously. This, I, I, it's like that thing where, I don't know. Well, I don't want to say it because it could sound bad. I'll just say it. Uh, but that thing where, like, you know, if you like left a soda out a little too long, so it's like, oh, there is some carbonation, but yeah. like maybe I like open can- this at four yeah, in the you morning. Love, and I then- don't
2: like to ride the carbonation wave down. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm all about the come kind up of person.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. Right.
0: I do that, but no, it's not for everybody. <laughs> no. You know, like yeah, some
3: people I, think I, the world's flat. You know.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and the, and cool. this is a great drink for
3: them. Yeah, that'd be a great uh, one for them.
0: I do like the flavor, though. I mean, I think it's like kind of like a light mint, refreshing. Although. I, uh, on this one too, it's also pretty sweetness forward, right? Yeah. I'm not crazy in saying that. I, no.
3: I, I often think the cup definitely makes a drink too. Part of me is tasting this, trying not to imagine the cup too much. Mm-hmm. Um, paired with this cup, it does kind of take it into the dental office almost.
2: Oh, this is the one you spit the. Not thing to be out. Yeah, hard. No, I get it. No, you know, listen, like,
0: we're hey, allowed to have preferences. There's they didn't pay for this episode, so <laughs> <laughs> I? it's very um,
3: yeah. It tastes like something I would have had at the dentist's office with the cup. Yeah,
0: with yeah. the mint they
3: try to sell you.
2: Yeah. Like the pina They're like, oh, go ahead no, and swish this
0: for a minute and then I'll spit it, it in that weird it. sink. Yeah, and then we're gonna yeah. put a vacuum cleaner in your mouth. I'm, that's honestly my favorite part of the yeah, dentist love that. though, yeah. yeah. Like, I think that should actually be at restaurants sometimes, <laughs> you know? Tell me that <laughs> wouldn't be a great idea. Oh, You're right. like, done, and you have your own hose oh, that you attach yeah. to it. Yeah. yeah. All the yeah. Lean back, It just pull, the meals, it pulls so out like- anybody with, <laughs> or whip. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm going to need a minute. People yeah. swoop in. <laughs> I have a bib on my you chest.
3: yeah, it's like as common as a yawn, you know? Like I right. love that. Like talking about like the human as an animal often. And I like looking at our human animalistic behaviors sure. that are acceptable. Like yawning in public. Yeah. I was at the airport one day, and just walking, like looking around at all the different faces. Everybody looked very serious. They had their "I'm at the airport" serious face.
0: Yeah, uh, okay. I've cleared pre-check. Yeah,
3: <laughs> and then you just see somebody just like arms up, their elbows are out, and their mouth just stretches wide, and they're like. <laughs> And nobody thinks it's weird at all. Yeah. You know, it's just like part of our animalistic behaviors that we accept.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm like, acknowledging my fatigue publicly. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's a race to see what you can put in someone's mouth. I'm always just, that's why I keep small snack foods with me at all yeah, times. Just like You never know.
3: A few berries or something. That yeah, elderberries actually yeah. from
0: Boulderberry Farms. Yeah, that's right. why I keep a yeah. small.
3: Yeah. So when somebody falls Dome asleep, some they'll have a little yeah, yawning so- mouth. It's a little immune <laughs> little little support for you, buddy. Like a pepper grinder. That's don't, awful. Don't choke on it. Yeah,
0: yeah, that'd be good.
3: Yeah, maybe some Jerusalem
0: artichokes. I went back to the pineapple rage since there was a splash of that. Yeah, list, I'm not that was, really feeling this one either. That's yeah, okay. You're allowed to, we're allowed oh, to do that. Oh, look at that. It's a whole cup for somebody who's feeling like they want to try oh, a little. Yuletide. Yuletide I just, mojito. I just, mojito yeah. I
3: just drank the whole thing. Yeah, powered tra- straight through. I just turned myself into one of those little vacuum cleaners. Maybe, okay, permaculture.
0: <laughs> oh, I love yeah. it, sorry, I didn't mean to. I'm yeah, so kombucha, that.
3: I mean, like do- like what does kombucha have to do with permaculture? You guys are probably wondering that somehow, other than it's like locally made and like you kind of get the idea that local things are favored for a permaculture designed brain.
0: Which I would say is true though, yeah.
3: Right, so yeah, it's, I mean, it is a locally created thing, so it's, uh, you know, definitely be celebrated. I'm pretty sure. That the ones that we've just tried here use local ingredients, and I you know they've supported my farm in the past before buying so different cool. produce for their ferments. Yeah. Um, so that's really good. You know, the more local growers you have being supported, the more our local food culture can figure out what grows really well here in our ecosystem. Yeah. You know, without putting the farmer in debt. You know, and figuring out these different things and. There's hundreds of different things. I know in the time I went to farmer's markets, I brought over 300 different species of plants to the farmer's markets. Well, I should say plants and mushrooms, that's included. Sure. But that's like tomatoes being one thing on that list, you know, with several varieties of that. Yeah. So there's so many different things we can grow in our area. and. You know, on the international conversation, Mm -hmm. it's fun for other areas and for us to celebrate other areas, what they can grow in their local areas as well. And I I love the idea of trading, you know, like if we're growing amazing aronia berries here and we have so much more, we've created that surplus. We can exchange that for coffee beans Better fair trade. Let's make a fair trade. We can't grow those here very well without a high dollar, like greenhouse machine set up, you know, and it's like, we're going to need massive greenhouses set up to grow our own coffee. And I know people love coffee.
0: Oh, yeah. How do you feel about Hmm. those massive? Like, like, I mean, that seems to be a really big movement in the agriculture in general is like these.
3: Sure.
0: Yeah. Like the indoor farms for, uh, you know, I try to simplify it. But how do you feel about that? Yeah, you know,
3: honestly, I kind of I like the idea of them as a, another system and way of people producing food. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's the ends to a means. Okay, the to, you know, just settle into that. Like, okay, now we can have like spaceships with like food systems that produce
0: X amount of food. So you're twenty seventy
1: eight. Yeah,
3: it's <laughs> you know we're gonna have to have these you know control micro controlled climate systems floating in orbit growing our food. You know, with different drips and you know, there's there's just a lot of plastic parts involved in these things sure. and little metal parts and things that need to be extracted and brought in and things that can break. Where in a natural system, wh- what I call a food forest, which is a very common part of the palette of a permaculture design, mm-hmm. when there's room for forest, is to create these forests that are multiply taking care of themselves as well as providing for us multiple things such as fuel. Like I get forest, you know, cuts for heating my house. So there's different ways, you know, these things from the forest can be harvested for fuels. Mm -hmm. Um, other areas there's things in the tropics, like the wax nut, you can actually harvest those nuts and create wax candles from them or use them as a fuel. Um, Fibers, you know, there's different fibers that can come from the forest for making our own ropes. You know, there's on one of my episodes, we joked about making a rope for two weeks where right now in our day of age, we can go to the hardware store and get that same thing for like $2.50, you right. know, two fifty, dollars 2 dollars or something. So it's, you know, like looking at, you know, measuring these things, you know, remembering these skills and keeping them alive in case we need to make them, but like, how else can we design them in ways that make it so that we can make locally made rope or right. something, you know, like somebody's dream is there. Let's encourage and support that. Um, can they get it to be 250 and then watch, you know, as the prices of inflation go up and they keep their prices at the same. That's, that's a big thing that we've seen with grass-fed beef as Beef prices go up. Yeah. Grass fed beef prices stay about the same because the price of feed stays the same. It's just sunlight and grass. Right. Whereas the grain prices are going up. That's so right. it makes the price of beef go up.
0: And it makes the taste go down.
3: Right. Right. I mean, personal opinion. So it's, it's kind of fun that, like, things like grass fed, local grass fed beef prices now are starting to match other and meet in that realm, making that way more easy for everybody to be able to support that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It is sort of interesting because that's like, you You know, not to harp on just that one focus, but that like the whole grass fed beef thing kind of felt like when it first started showing up more commonly, it definitely had that bit of like, this is a luxury beef, right. you oh, know? Right. And yeah. now we it's- We tried to
2: sell it here and it never really took off. Really? Yeah. yeah what's yeah, the beef I mean, on that? I don't know. <laughs> Where's the beef? <laughs> you know, it's right. like you know? that customer is a whole different level of customer, but that's interesting when you say the feed goes up, if the dynamics are always changing.
0: Yeah, in the right. world. I'm so, curious how that's going to affect a lot of the really fancy like A5 grade Wagyu and things like that from overseas. Sure. And just to see. Sure. I haven't bought any very recently, but I'm a f- almost a little afraid to see what I the price tag is. I know there's been more like.
3: Wagyu meats being produced in the States. I've... There was a guy on the show that was producing some Wagyu pork yeah. in West Virginia. Oh, cool. Raised on acorns and all yes. that like, yeah. yeah.
0: I, yeah. I had, uh, somebody gave me a piece of a pork ribeye and they were, an, it was an acorn fed pig. And it was one of the most incredible pieces of like, I mean, honestly, maybe just meat I've ever tried, but like, I was very impressed because I like pork, but I was shocked that, I mean, those flavors came through. I'm thinking about one time I had this olive fed Wagyu. Mm. And they fed the, I guess, I don't know if, I think it's like grass-fed into a certain age. Sure. And then at the end, they're pretty much just only fed olives. olives. And it gave the meat this really interesting, beautiful texture, flavor. I mean, I mean it had some funk on it. It was cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. And I'm not even so like a big, I like like off the olives. Tray, off branch, off the branch. Yeah. Olives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was know, you know what kind and,
3: of olives I like? All of them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's the show folks <laughs> no i mean honestly we've had, we're pretty good ways in here should we try
2: some should we try some of the last kombucha i think we should gotta, do that I as i a yeah because so i was this, gonna say we're this, one, getting, this is perfect timing
3: this one unity vibration start with the,
2: which one should we do we got we got tart, tart raspberry ale,
3: i think this one the, like, was it start, Andrea? I yeah, Andrea was saying ale. that these are ale? a little higher. And yeah, so these and some alcohol. This so has yeah, actual this has alcohol. This yeah. actually has these,
0: 8. 2. these two. Yeah, this brand is high. 21 and up, uh, customers only not 21%, but you have to be of age. Yeah, because this is technically considered they have it labeled even at their website is UVK beer. So crack. ooh, is that that's ooh. sweet, sweet sound. <laughs> mm,
3: it's it's foam-in, but not quite as much as... No, kombucha, I'm into it. Uh, earlier kombucha. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty...
0: I'm curious about this tart raspberry. I drink a lot of, like, fermented beers. Uh, my go-to brewery is Urban Artifact in town. Thank you. And man. they ferment all of their... They they ferment, you know, using wild cultures. That's, like, their whole thing. So <laughs> cool. the move into kombucha for me has been pretty easy in that. I'm like, oh, it's just kind of tastes like sour beer, and I love it. I kind of yeah,
3: love it. There's some, there's some good sour beers around Cincinnati area, I like the urban artifact there in Northside.
0: Yeah, it's my go-to spot. Okay. Yeah, I love it. And they have the coolest venue in the city, hands down. Yeah. Radio artifacts, so cool.
3: Yeah, it's fascinating living in this like time oh, this is where, funky. where old churches turn into breweries. Yeah, isn't that awesome?
0: Yeah. I'm curious for your note, I have a thought, but I won't say it till after you try it.
3: So what we're trying right now is the Unity Vibration Hard Kombucha. It's a kombucha pale ale. Definitely tastes harder than most pale ale as I'm used to having.
0: I actually, you know, when Andrea said she's well, like, it'll kind of be reminiscent of an IPA. I get less that. Yeah. You know what I get? Something that we carry in the store as well. It kind of gives me a sake vibe. I have a little of that like fermented I'll give you that. wine it's angle. It's like a little oh, interesting. Mellow, round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that a lot more than I thought I was going to. To be honest with you, when I looked at everything we brought back, I was like, I bet I'll like all of these. I feel like that'll be the one I like the least.
3: That that, that, would, was that would pair really well with like a sunny day on a back porch anywhere, like a yeah. suburb in the rural area, like even on the fire escape in a city. Yeah, with like a little grill, a big grill, whatever. Yeah, and the
0: smell of something nicely, just yeah. charring up a little bit. I like it. Yeah, maybe sound of the street.
3: Maybe you're listening to like a cool Jungle Gems podcast or something. Hopefully, mm-hmm. and if
0: not, I'll go with just like put on like a jazz fusion record and see what happens yeah you know
3: maybe wake the farm up hey Saturday, of course you know, of the-
0: that's my playlist now it's just my show and your show it's <laughs> kind of amazing
3: <laughs> so what what are some of the things like i know you guys have a lot of fresh fish and whatnot here what's the like most uh like the closest fish that you guys would have here that you can think of. Is there any like freshwater fish? Or As freshwater a matter shrimp? of fact,
0: uh, and then if this is a shout out to an early episode of the show, um, but we do work with Root House Aquaponics over on the east side of town, and we carry their fresh, uh, he joked with me on the show i don't think we ever aired it but they cool. joked about calling it a uh, freshwater snapper but he grows very very high quality not grows raises very high quality tilapia mm-hmm. okay. and then he uses it's a be- you'd probably love his setup but he uses the fish waste to fuel the food he built this whole like yeah. really incredible What's that? Have you been out there? I haven't yet, but I want it's really to. Cool. We keep talking about it every so often. I think yep. I think I might go out with Sinsoy at some point okay. too and do a whole really thing. Cool. It sounds awesome, and he was really passionate. I think you'd love him, Andy. And he was really passionate about what he does. I he love built that. it all himself, you know, and it's like just a, a kind of, you know, um, simply complex uh, design for right, it. But it sounds right. really cool. Like, you know, and the his lettuce that he grows is unbelievable and keeps for. I forget what the count was, but I, I followed up weeks. on the episode. But weeks. weeks, yeah. And it was one of those that, like, I gave one of the heads he gave me to my mom. She's like, Oh, I forgot about it. Do you think it's okay? I was like, uh, You should check. it has been like two weeks at least. And she was just like, This is almost as good as when you gave it to yeah. me. Yeah. But the fish, yeah. So, and then we have that on display in the seafood department. I might, um, I might
3: go get one of those. It's really good. Gr- it, grill it up with some of these chips later and get it. Oh, maybe like crust it. Pale you know? else, you know? yeah. yeah. I or just like cracked into the, rat,
0: the tart yeah, raspberry from Unity. Um, we will find out shortly. I'll pass the can over.
2: Yeah, this one's hot. You can taste that alcohol. Yeah,
0: for sure. You cannot like, taste like the, the alcohol as much in this. Well, no, a little. There it is on the back end. You get that. It's it's sweet, but it's a little vinegary. The balance is good on this one. Yeah, but you do get the alcohol on the back end. Please. I
3: really like the artwork on the can here. Yeah, there's like a butterfly girl, like a little fairy yeah with some you know she's like flying through some raspberries here. It's some really good botanical artwork. I
0: love it, little nature, yeah. a little psychedelic, you know yeah. I mean, you can tell i'm yeah. I'm on board for it uh, I, of all of these, I think it's, so going back to your original chip pairing comment, which I've been slowly trying with everything oh, I, good. it's good with the raspberry, it was really good with the pale ale too, the little bit that's of jalapeno good. I could drink this yeah, yeah
3: th- this one definitely takes me more back to like a kid Ooh. being a kid drinking a juice, yeah. yeah. It's like a really- like, Or a melted popsicle. But it, defi- oh, it yeah. definitely has oh, the 8.2 alcohol volume, that's, you can, I get it after, like that first sip of it there. This one yeah. could be pretty dangerous for me.
0: I, yeah, I this can one, see that too, because I, I you don't notice the alcohol content at all. It's just, well, we're living in it.
3: Yeah, this one could <laughs> pair with me with like a, you know, like a really good time for sure. Like, yeah. Maybe a bike ride where I'm, like, okay yeah. with just, like...
0: This is my foraging, bro. That's 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 the vibe I'm taking right yeah, now. Yeah, have,
3: have a couple of those with you out foraging yeah. on the then bike Then I'll trail. already be on the ground,
0: so it'll be much easier to find the mushrooms. Cruising along the little Miami, so you don't have to go up
3: any hills or nothing. Yeah. That's Kayaking? Great. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's really good. Do you guys have a favorite of the ones that we've tried so far?
3: I'm very much a nowist, so I'm going to go with the one
2: that we're yeah. still having okay. here right
0: now. I'm, sure. t- I'm I'm trying to save that one. That I like the three, the first,
2: the two, first two we had yeah, in this and that one. one. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think I'm torn in particular between the raspberry and the, I mean, the first two were both awesome. Mm-hmm. That pineapple rage just hit me in that tropical. I think I'm starting to hit, I want it to be spring weather, you know, because yeah, I'm manifesting yeah. it. I was like, give me some pineapple. No, yeah. but you mentioned the, uh, from melted popsicle, but now I'm like, I kind of want to take a can of this and freeze it into a popsicle with one of the many great molds it's that we have out, out in the cookware section. Oh, I tough. didn't even think yeah. about that. All right, pie. so I gotta get another. I'll, I'll try. I guess we'll try pineapple yeah. rage instead. But the concept is somewhat sound. And what's the, the deal with kombucha?
2: That it's health? It's supposed to be healthy. What's the gig on it's yeah, got there's, there's it? Yeah, there's
3: been a lot of research, and especially in the last thirty years, on microorganisms in all different fields of biology, including inside of our guts. And it's been shown that the gut flora that grows and develops in the kombucha drink helps our digestion. It helps us digest everything else. It's like everything though you know like we just slammed a lot of kombucha here that might be a little bit more excessive than you really need but right. it's fun it's not gonna hurt you no cool uh, yeah because
0: yeah, people use a drink of serving I'm trying to
3: reach
2: for a sour beer or this kind of this kombucha I mean it's a- suppose this is going to have more going on than yeah the beer.
0: The, i would say that most of the beers at least i you know i mean i keep going i hate not that i'm trying to plug urban a bunch but i do know they do kind of ferment their beer a similar way that i think is unique to them and not a lot of other sour beers don't quote yeah, me on that because yeah. brett and i yeah. have not gotten our episode together because i either would get in a car wreck or he'd get COVID, then i'd get COVID. but anyway um it sounds like drinking problems yeah it really was right like that's yeah. I like yeah. kept happening. yeah i was like oh, i just want to drink more so it's aged in on oak Oh, that's really I good. bet that's that that's little really sweet good. note that's in there. Then obviously outside of the raspberry itself. Wow.
3: Yeah. Mm. I like unity vibration. That's a great name too. It
0: is. It feels like something about oneness, yeah, a global like a, approach.
3: Sounds like a music festival, right? Now. Yeah. Would oh, you yeah. not go to so. unity vibration? Yeah. We just went, they there.
0: just put out three day passes.
3: Yeah. Did you get your wristband?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Don't we get that wristband?
0: Are, they are weirdly trying to sell me an NFT. But <laughs>
3: yeah, that's the thing now, huh? Then,
0: no, that really its so, uh, so, uh, so mean, unrelated. So in Yeah, yeah I was going to say, hit me. Uh,
3: in, in, a, in NFT, it means a nitrogen fixing tree.
0: I love that See, so That's like, Way better. Yeah, it's so like a
3: black locust tree. What they do is they collect nitrogen from the air mm-hmm. and there's bacteria node colonies that live on their rootlets that suck the nitrogen up off the tree and exude it out into the soil and it feeds all the other plants around them. That's so cool. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah.
0: I, I it's just, NFT. Yeah, that's way better. And well, because every time I hear non fungible token, I'm just like, not a mushroom. And I know that's not yeah. right, but I mean, it, I guess, technically is right. I think of like some
3: like hmm. styrofoam toy coin or something, you know? It's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, what do I do with that? <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, nothing. Right. Exactly. Throw it in the garbage. Not right.
3: food today. No,
0: right. Exactly. It, it, when I get desperate
2: enough, this it has is, This has sound vibrations applied to it also.
3: Oh, oh we, that's what happened.
0: That's really yeah. kind
2: of. Yeah. I Man, they, this has got beer. This is running laps around oh, the beer. It really it's is. Got sound it's got eight it. percent.
0: Yeah, every time you can hear it. Like, listen. To that. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> the sweet, soulful what kind of Sound of- do you
2: have in this?
0: All right. So here's a dumb. So tying back to our music it. festival thing. So the NFT thing, by the way, that's real. Lollapalooza is trying to get people to buy NFT with their tickets. Like, get an NFT with their tickets, which is silly, but. The first time I ever got to see anything is in my old show, I went to Bourbon and Beyond Festival and one of the sponsors for it was the brand Blackened and they're owned by Metallica. And I was like, "Oh, this is funny." And they're like, "Oh, you would you like to see funny? Let us show you this place." So they showed me this setup and what they did is I guess probably similar to what happens here, except it's less branded, but they had casks of the whiskey that they were making and in the place they just played Metallica's music. 24 seven and they're like, it's imbued with the spirit. Of Ender Sandman, <laughs> sleep with hey. one eye open. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, hey, this was. I have a nutty. feeling this feels like a much calmer music is played. Like, like yeah, they say somebody's the just like, levels. It's a. It has a name. Does it really? That's yeah, it's amazing. On the back, oh right? my yeah. gosh. Well, now I want to see what's on the back of this one. Wow.
2: So
3: some plants do actually respond better to heavy yeah. metal than. Five hundred and twenty-eight
0: hertz. That oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So that's like all the meditation music that I'm into now too when I'm trying to go to sleep at night. But I feel okay. like they're in the four hundreds usually. Yeah, I bet mm. they like
3: jazz. Like we were talking. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I just hear some
0: yeah. sweet little like a little glissando every so often playing something <laughs> so loosey and smooth on a guitar. Oh. Like
3: like nature, when you get into that time of the year around mm-hmm. here and you can really hear the improv jazz of nature, right? Yeah. Starting to now I've been hearing spring peeper, the tree frogs, and different things starting to come on the warmer nights. Yeah. Yeah, nature definitely has like a sound vibration oh, they jam. that can just yeah. jam. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Mm. Mm.
3: I love when the human can get involved in that part too. Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's rip, cool. Rip, ribbit, 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 <laughs>
0: Marinara. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> so
2: if, if by chance somebody's listening to this and they can make sense of anything we spoke about, <laughs> and, they were more, and they were more interested, they were more curious about a next step, what do? what could they do?
3: Well, there is a group that I helped start in the Cincinnati area. If you're in the Cincinnati area where mm-hmm. Jungle Gems is called the Cincinnati Permaculture Institute, and you can look that up. Cincinnati and see different workshops they're doing there throughout the year. It's a great place to start. You can start anywhere you are like I often when I'm traveling, I'll look up a Facebook group in a different city. I'll just type in, you know, Philadelphia Permaculture see what's going on there while you're there. Cool. If you're traveling, um, look up, you know, just different resources on the internet for sure. There's like so many different ways to go. Everybody gets into permaculture in their own way. Mm. So earlier we were talking you know, like, you know, about, you know, what can I grow? And we kind of went into different things. I do know some people get into permaculture and might live in an apartment or live in a place where they have a metal shop, but no garden. Right. And I remember a guy, he asked me, I'm not really ever going to get into gardening, but I really like being involved in permaculture and help building the culture And he and I talked about, you know, a few different designs for broad forks and Mm -hmm. other specialized garden tools that are often found in catalogs that are like, you know, you know, harder to find. And he custom made some and had a business for a while selling those to gardeners who were growing. So there are other avenues. I mean, things like being a curator of foods. Making a market for people to be able to like distribute those things and making them more available to people is just as notable and honorable as the farmer growing it themselves. That's you know it's the whole yeah. the whole loop
0: of it all connecting yeah. together really. I mean, that's the culture, right? I mean, I hate right. to just keep saying that word, it's but the culture, yeah, That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, and, circle of life.
2: And then why don't we hear about permaculture more? I mean, it's, I, is I think it overshadowed it, by something else or just general Earth Day type things too broad, or is it overshadowed? I don't know.
3: I think there is a lot in the word itself. So a lot of the work I've done that I would say is permaculture action or work, I often don't even use the word permaculture because it's not always necessary to make a solution work. Mm -hmm. It is for me a wonderful word to explore a deeper language of something. So when I do a plant walk with people who have been involved in permaculture already, we can go into a very much so deeper conversation using different words, like the difference between pollardine and coppicing and seasonal observations, you know, of different places can be conversed about really quickly. Talking with plants, like using taxonomical, like nomenclature, like the way that we're describing a plant in one place could be described in a different way in a different part of the world, but you're talking about the same plant, different names, different Mm -hmm. local names, but it has the same taxonomical name. So you can really, just all these things, having more deeper conversations when there's a greater depth of understanding of the terms and you don't always need the word permaculture. It's just a very encompassing word that helps open a doorway for sure.
2: I guess the concept is so big. One word doesn't really encompass it all.
3: Right. It's just. It's It's
0: like the epitome of like an umbrella. It feels like you know. Yeah,
3: it's like it's like the umbrella for the umbrellas. It should
2: just be culture. Like technically, culture should be focused on being sustainable right, right. but we've kind of lost
3: we've kind of need to be more conscious about yeah. how we're doing it and ultimately celebrate it like what we're doing here is celebrating these locally crafted kombuchas these locally crafted chips there's like something extra special about it right yeah not just that it was on sale or no. had this special flavor or something it's like it has a good flavor and there's like something that you feel that's like It's the earth here. For me, eating from my homestead, there's been times where I'm eating 100% food from my homestead. Maybe salt. Like, that's not from my homestead. Sure. But, yeah, just amazing meals I'll have and the way I feel. Just, like, the concept I have children and just, like, having observed taking manure from my donkey and goats and watching that turn into a garden and watching that turn into food, which turns into children growing up.
0: Yeah. It's fascinating. That is fascinating. I like the way you said that too, by the way, Jimmy, that it should just be culture. Although I will say, I think there has been this interesting movement into people focusing on locally made things. And, you know, I feel like it kind of started when people were like, local honey. That was the first one I remember hitting on a kind of like on a pop culture level. We're like, all right, we're eating honey. That's within 90 miles of the house now, right? Or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, honey. But, I, but it is funny. You know, I think we you'll hear people say things like, this tastes like it was made with love. But I think there is that tangible sense of like intent maybe is what you taste a little bit like i really like head of the woods chips because they taste good it's right it's silly to say it's like i would assume most products come out like we want this to be the best but there is just something nice about it being like oh they're right down the street somebody's hand making those for us you know right now
3: really good
0: Uh, just like jimmy and i making all of the chocolate bars here with the bicycle uh, thing that we use yeah i love
3: that (laughs) that would be hilarious
0: jimmy we should make chocolate I
3: don't know. Yeah, Jimmy's Andy. chocolate factory.
0: Yeah, right. I would tell me you wouldn't go. I'd, I'd go I'd, at least once. I would
3: try to get that golden ticket. You would have
0: the most interesting chocolates on the planet me? if you made them. Yes. Is that how I come off? I think you would have. Here is the thing. He pairs it things would, well. Exactly you would do this, you would have a very unique chocolate brand that would not be like a sweet thing. It would no. have these like fun, it, I, you know, there's a brand that we used to carry, I we might still, I think it's called Latours. And I always think of this bar yeah. they made called the Bollywood Bar. And I feel like yeah. that's a bar you would make because it was not, it was like a rich bar, but had things like turmeric and all these like Indian spice notes to right, it. Right. And it was so unique and interesting. And so when I, as soon as we started making the jokes an hour ago, I was like, that's the kind of bar Jimmy would make. It'd be wow. unique. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool. I, I love it that. Pear. I love Nobody that you brought up it.
3: Chocolates Latour because I've, I've worked with them for years in the past. Oh, I that's developed cool. a bar that had spice berries in it. It was one of the first chocolate bars that had spice berries in it. That's awesome. On the earth.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that's like, amazing. That's
3: fascinating and uh, bringing a local native plant. You know, that's that's what kind of the celebration I'm talking about, yeah. too, is like celebrating something that only grows here in this part of the eastern hardwood forest. Sure. Or something like Like
0: that. the pawpaw like fruit. The There's pawpaw. a pawpaw. You were going to bring some
2: pulp or something. Pulp, pulp, pulp.
3: I just like saying
0: the that. Triple I'll triple i I'll
3: have to fax that to you.
0: That, that's yeah. it. Please. Yes, yeah, send me an email. Well, gents, uh, we've hit a pretty solid hour here. I think we should tap out. I think it was a great time. Andy, yeah. Ed, I honestly, you were a very interesting character. I'm really glad you came and did this. Hey, and I'm i pretty yeah. serious if you're okay with me bugging you about doing forging sometime.
3: Yeah, I'd love it. I'd love for you to be on the Wake the Farm Up show sometime. I'm happy to, yeah. Let I know, me know. I uh, the show here doesn't always get to explore you quite as much. Maybe we could do a show and ask you a bunch of questions about
2: You are more than Mart welcome does. to. Ooh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Really, that's get to me. It. Really yeah, exactly. Get, yeah. get to
3: it.
0: <laughs> Mark's like, no, I'm none like, of that music yeah, no, I'll stuff. be completely honest. None of that music talk. <laughs> get past all that. Uh-huh. I know he
3: plays guitar. Yes. So yeah. we're going to get him playing a guitar. That'd somehow.
0: be fun. Yeah. I'll sing for you or something like okay. that. It'll be fun. Yeah, that'd be I'll great. pull my American yeah. Idol clips. So we'll <laughs> yeah, well, you thank
3: you so much for having me. Andy, and,
0: my absolute pleasure, truly. Yeah. yeah, I'm really, and Jimmy, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate and we'll it give too. You an honorable Chief Wiggum
3: badge.
0: That'd be so cool. I'll do my best Ralph Wiggum.
3: Maybe we could do at least like one cut from
0: our song that we can remember. Right. Whatever at the Jungle Jim's music remember. festival remember. that we were threatening to throw earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We could headline. Can you believe I made it through that whole interview without singing, wake up, wake up, wake the sun. Uh, you don't know that song probably, but I wish you would. On that, it's been a wonderful episode. I know I got through all the uh, buy our tickets, all that good stuff at the top of the show. Um, tune in. We've got more fun stuff. Uh, soon I'll have a check back in with Dell Hall after his beer fast ends. Pretty sure Dr. Jungle's going to go ahead and check his vitals out when we have that done. Uh, we got that. I'm going to drop a whole episode teaching you all about the world of mushrooms. And you know what? I'm just going to close this by showing the cartoon Mark face one more time as driven by Josephine. Thank you so much, Josephine. You made my day. This is very cool. This is like, kind of, just be nice to people, you know? And if you like things that they do, you don't have to go this level, but you know, it's weird. You can just say things like, I like what you're doing and it'll make their day, especially me. I'm sitting alone in the studio like 50 hours a week. It's okay. Just, just say nice things to both of us. And I'll say something nice to you too. So I think you're all wonderful people, at least the ones that I've spoken to. I don't want to like blanket statement that because there might be somebody horrible watching, but uh, <laughs> uh, the jokes are for me. On that, I appreciate you all so much, all kidding aside. Thank you always for tuning in. Thanks for supporting Jungle Gyms. Thanks for coming in and buying all the stuff that I post about on TikTok so it can sell out so I can go, here's my market value. Uh, And on that, I'll see you out there in the aisles. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Morrison.